Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 271. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And today's episode was inspired by an email I received from a friend of the show. Uh, We'll call her S for the sake of today uh, to keep her anonymous. And here's what she wrote. I'm in the process of interviewing for a few different jobs. Everything is moving quickly, and I'm thankful to have a finalist interview for one of the positions on Wednesday. I woke up this morning excited, but then stopped in my tracks because I have not yet shared this information with my current supervisor, and it made me a little bit anxious. I've been told that it's a best practice to let your supervisor know when you're in the final stages, or even before that, depending on the relationship that you have with them. However, the small spout of anxiety stems from a very toxic work culture and extreme lack of trust with my current employer slash supervisor. I am not sure how they'll respond, if they'll be supportive, etc. So with all of that, I candidly do not know what to do next. Any and all help that you're able to provide or resources you can share would be incredible. Great question, S. And yes, I did respond to her in real time via email because this is a very time-sensitive question. Bottom line here, my long, short answer is... You have every right to keep your job search on the down low. You know, my gut instinct right off the top is to protect yourself, especially in this wild economy that we find ourselves in. I know a lot of people are still getting hired. A lot of people are still making career transitions. I work with them every day through our job search accelerator program, Hired. But I would wait. By that, I mean... What's the big difference between letting them know when you're in the finalist interview versus letting your employer know when you have a job offer in hand? I would say there's not a big difference from your employer's perspective, and there's an enormous difference from your perspective. So from your perspective, being a finalist in an interview doesn't mean much. You are one of multiple finalists. So at the very, very best... You have a 50-50 shot of getting a job offer. Would you really be willing to show your hand, to tip your employer off to the fact that you've been job searching for God knows how long, that you're in the final stages of an interview process, for nothing, for them to not come through with a job offer for you? What is the point of that? Your employer is going to be pissed anyway. Or maybe they'll just be disappointed and sad in the best case scenario. You're going to cause them a little bit of heartburn. So why cause them heartburn for nothing? Because that heartburn cannot be undone. That bell cannot be unrung. So if you don't get the final offer, if you don't get a written formal job offer out of this final interview, then you are in a terrible spot. 
right? You've got no protection. You've got no offer. You've got a disgruntled employer who's already fully aware that you've completely checked out, and now you're back to square one. So I'm not usually this alarmist or conservative when it comes to communication, but unless you're really ready for them to fully know that you're checked out with the possibility of not actually having that job offer just yet, I would not rush to judgment here because the difference from their perspective between one week being told, hey, I'm in the final stages of a job offer versus the next week, hey, I wanted to let you know as soon as I heard I actually have been offered another job elsewhere, I'm going to take it. You can even get a job offer and not tell your boss until you decide through negotiation that you're definitely going to take it. I feel like people overly prioritize their current boss's feelings instead of their future boss's feelings. And in a way, you've got to at some point put your next employer first <laughs> by disappointing your current employer. And I know that's that's harsh. And I, I'm an employer myself. I would hate to be left in a lurch. So my only caveat to this very self-protectionist policy when it comes to not tipping your hand prematurely, would be to consider the culture of your workplace and consider your particular relationship with your boss. I want to share two examples that illustrate where exceptions might be relevant. So first, do you work for a company where it's the cultural norm to relocate talent from within. One of my clients in our Level Up Leadership Accelerator, Amy, shout out to Amy, who's a loyal listener of the podcast. She's looking for her next step. And there is an entire HR initiative at her hospital devoted to retaining talent like her and finding a new, exciting, creative position from within the hospital for her. So if that's the kind of culture that your workplace is, which clearly S has made it obvious that a toxic work place culture would not qualify for this. But if you have a workplace like Amy's, whereby your employer really prides itself on being proactive about helping employees who are thinking about leaving, finding their next challenging, exciting, you know, step forward with them within, then that would be one exception. Fine. Then start the conversation with your boss, with your manager, with HR about what your goals are in a job transition. Not that you're searching for a job, but I'm searching for an opportunity to learn X. I'm searching for an opportunity to be challenged in Y ways. Right? Get more concrete about what's the motivation behind the search, and maybe they can help you. And maybe you can still help them by staying within. Now, the other alternative or the other exception I was mentioning is if you have a deeply vulnerable relationship with your boss. I'm thinking of one very instrumental boss in my past, Kate, who was my boss at probably my lowest point in my life when I was just a weepy mess, just starting therapy, learning about addiction, dealing with an alcoholic partner, trying to extract myself from a relationship and get the fuck out of Dodge, quite frankly. And she was like collateral damage in the wake of that breakup, right? I was definitely getting the hell out of Rhode Island, got a new job in DC that sort of enabled me to start my life over after a very traumatic and tumultuous breakup. Kate was there the whole time watching me at 22 years old be a total hot mess and just like I was crying at work pretty regularly. And I was very candid with her because I was so clearly 
in a bad place that I didn't see another alternative. I wasn't going to ghost her. So I just dumped all my emotions on her. And mercifully, she was extraordinarily caring, compassionate, understanding, and kind to me. So was I just going to surprise her one day and be like, I got another job? No, she was fully aware of my job search because I owed that to her because she had really gone out on a limb for me and just made sure that I was still getting paid for the lack of work I was doing during a really terrible time in my life. So there's two exceptions to the rule, which is if you have a workplace culture that prides itself and normalizes reassigning folks from within and encouraging folks to continue growing within the organization, or if you have a boss to whom you owe a debt of gratitude then sure, tip your hand. But on the whole, and I write this in our free ultimate job search guide, which is a comprehensive 70-plus page guide that has a step-by-step approach to the job search. I highly recommend it's totally free at bossstep.org slash job search. Now, in this guide, I write in a section called How to Keep Your Job Search on the Down Low, you are not lying by keeping your job search to yourself. You're not lying by keeping your job search to yourself. And that's an important thing to keep in mind, right, is that you have to sometimes protect yourself, especially in a very tumultuous economy like the one we're in right now. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first just for a few weeks, right, just to get from interview stage to final offer in hand stage because you have so much more security when you have a written job offer in hand. I've podcasted about this before in episode 191, why you should always get a job offer in writing. It is a lot harder to rescind a job offer once it's been put in writing. So keep in mind, getting the job offer, that initial offer is just step one if you're going to negotiate, which I highly recommend you do. And so if it's a matter of buying yourself time you know, giving yourself ample time to wrap up loose ends. You can probably even negotiate a later start date with your next employer if you want to make sure you're not leaving your current employer in a lurch, right, or in a tough situation. Now, that actually brings up one other consideration to make before surprise leaving on your boss. If you do work in a cyclical kind of industry like campaigns and elections, It would be exceedingly rude to quit a week before Election Day, obviously. It would be reputation-shattering to ghost an employer a month before a sales deadline that you've been working towards for two years or whatever it is, right? Like, you do want to consider timeliness as a factor if you've got someone going out on maternity leave who you're covering for. And you decide to get a job offer then or you decide to start job searching then, right? Like there are certain specific instances. Take it on a case-by-case basis, right? Treat your individual situation individually in which timing might matter more. But S, in your email, you write to me that you don't have a good trusting relationship with your boss. You feel like you work in a toxic environment. You're only in the final stages of interview, pre-offer, pre-negotiation, pre-final negotiated offer. Give yourself time, right? Bet on you. Put yourself first and put your next employer uh, above your current one if that's what it takes. Sounds a little harsh, I know, but uh, it's a doggy dog world out there, y'all. So we got to advocate for ourselves. 
We got to watch our own backs. And it's not rude. It's not rude to keep information to yourself that you don't trust others with, right? This this employer has clearly not earned your trust, S. So don't do yourself a disservice by tipping your hand prematurely. If y'all are looking for more job search-related information, content, podcasts, guides, head to bossedup.org slash job search. That free guide on our website can be downloaded for reading later. It's extremely comprehensive. It links to tons of other podcasts and webinars and videos that I've done on the job search, as well as a couple of $7 courses we have available on Thinkific. And of course, if you're really ready to take your job search seriously and team up with a community of accountability who's going to be with you every step of the way, cheer you on, help polish your entire targeted job search strategy, check out Hired, our job search accelerator. We have five spots available this month for our next cohort kicking off at the top of the month. And we are so excited to work with you. This is a week-by-week curriculum-based program that has three months' worth of curriculum by yours truly, and we will walk you through it each and every step of the way with your live, in-real-time accountability group that's going to help you get hired. So head to bossedup.org slash get hired to learn more. And in the meantime, if you found this episode helpful, share it on social media and tag me at Emily Aries and at bossedup.org or write in. Tell me what you think. Would you disagree with my assessment? I'd love to hear from you as always at emily at bossedup.org. Until next time, let's keep Boston in pursuit of our purpose and together and let's get out the vote. Let's not forget to vote, y'all. We've got an election coming up. Get them ballots in early. And let's lift as we climb.